Shut up and sit down. Is but did highly, you know polluted. that our water is highly, highly polluted? Eight million tons of plastic heading towards the ocean every single year. This is everybody's problem. We need to move faster and we need to move further because the leaders can then become the activists. Okay, with the planet calls, how can we turn this around? How can we find solutions? Join the Planet Calls weekly podcast sessions where co-founders Leslie and Amor discuss topical issues around sustainability and how we can rebuild a more sustainable world. Our guest today is Stephen Vermeer, who is the founder and managing partner of BCTS in Belgium. And we're talking about sustainability can create value for your business. Welcome, Stephen. Hello. Good Good morning. <laughs> Lovely to have you. Stephen, recently we've been talking about sustainability and innovation and how corporates should be taking action when it comes to sustainable business practices. In your opinion, why do corporates need a sustainability strategy? Well, that's a, a very good uh, question. I think, uh, yeah, indeed, uh, some time ago we were talking about uh, impact investing and what it is based on. I think uh, we have uh, with the COVID, we have uh, a very nice example once again. So it's currently not a financial crisis, but another crisis that, uh, well, yeah, a lot of uh, cor corporates are falling down. And it has all to do with the, uh, the basic uh, system that we're using. So there's no, uh, if you're talking about sustainability in ecosystems, we don't want to have the largest efficiency that we need or uh, we don't want to have uh, the full resilience. We have to have an optimal balance between these two. And that's what it's all about. So that's one of the reasons why the also corporates need to adapt to this uh, kind of uh, change to that system. You see a lot of uh, companies uh, falling over um, and that's a pity. Stephen, adopting sustainable practices not only helps the environment, but we're actually now seeing that corporate sustainability initiatives led to an improved brand image, reduced costs, happier shareholders and increased productivity. Are you seeing this trend in your industry? And what is your advice to corporates who would like to start implementing sustainability into their businesses? Yeah, but I, I don't think yeah you're mentioning uh, improved brand image and reduced cost. I don't think it's it's uh, that's that should not be the focus. I think the, the focus should be rather be on on uh, a long term uh, sustainability, and that means that we and also the way that we tackle it. What we saw in the uh, up till now is that uh, large corps or other other uh, corporations are are uh, embracing. You could say the uh, the famous sustainable goals mentioned by the UN, but they are focusing on mostly on on the ecological part. So yes, uh, they're going to use uh, renewable energy in, instead of fossils, but it's that's also not going to help in, for instance, in this crisis because let's uh, let's be honest, if you have uh, not a lot of money as a, as a person and you have to choose between having food on the table or uh, paying the double of the price for e ecological food, then you're probably going to choose for the cheap, uh, cheaper food. So we need to have something that is not only tackling uh, one specific item within the sustainable ecosystem, but multiple things. 
So it's not only about uh, the ecological one, but uh, there are lots of other ones that need to be in balance too. So we don't have a, we don't focus once again, not on a monoculture, you could say. So yeah, it's quite important that they should embrace uh, uh, and, and change to the new system. Uh, the problem is, um, what is what would be the trigger for them to do it? Because we uh, have a tendency, um, even if there's a shock, uh, which is a, a major change in a very short period, uh, we have a tendency to afterwards uh, to just continue of what we were doing before. And uh, so it means that uh, a lot of things need to change uh, to help corporates, but also other companies and also the governments changing in a certain direction. You see examples in Finland, you see examples in New Zealand, um, also the uh, European Commission is trying to do its best with the European Green Deal. Uh, you have the UN that is really promoting, trying to push everybody towards the sustainable goals. But and there's, there's still some things that are missing and just like how the whole tax system is, is, is also based on growth. So as long as we have this, it's pretty difficult to get everybody moving to a certain direction. And that means, I would say, it's up to us. It's up to uh, start uh, small and think, and, and think big. So we need to, we need to push uh, our own uh, companies that way and we need to uh, push uh, other uh, corporates uh, also that way. That's very interesting, Stephen, because you're talking about collaboration really in terms of governments and industries and we actually now in the times of COVID being forced to collaborate with each other and to try and you know solve these problems. Now Stephen with the work that you do you also help startups and scale-ups scale for growth. Do you think there's an opportunity for corporations to partner with innovative green startups to help reach their sustainability goals? Yeah, but let me start by, yes, I, I, I support scale-ups and startups, but uh, I think with this COVID uh, change, it's, well, a lot of these startups and scale-ups are in a sort of a, a graveyard situation. Uh, well, no customers, certainly for the startups, who have only a few customers, these customers don't pay anymore, or don't, don't focus on what they need, on, on what the startup needs. So there's no money coming in, the money is burning, and at the end of the day they are broke and so that's a lot of innovation that is probably going to be lost so in, in general we need uh, to support these uh, the startups and the scale-ups in, 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 in a good way because otherwise we're going to lose one generation of innovation and that's that would be a pity um, and that would be also not uh, so good for Europe as, as uh, such um, the second part of your question uh, can corporates help startups or scale-ups I would say yes, but we have to be very careful um, of how to do it um, because I think the only good way to do it is, is to have a, a sort of a loosely coupled model where corporates are linked with startups and scale-ups. You can do that, uh, I would say, directly between the corps and, and the startups or you can do it via uh, accelerators which are taking uh, and, and, and I would say creating that loosely coupled band, the link, sorry. Um, and, and one of the reasons, for instance, uh, why it's needed is because yeah, if a startup is, is you could say, is, is used uh, by a corporate as a, 
uh, to clean up their brands to to be uh, branded as innovative because they're working together with uh, with uh, a corp then well you could say the the in uh, the startup or the scale up is just a part a very small part within the, that corporate uh, and well they don't have any uh, anything to say or it also will block uh, startups to be linked to other players uh, because yeah if you're linked to one uh, major party then their uh, competitors are not really that eager to play or to uh, to have um, uh, to work with you as a startup so we have to be quite um, uh, it's quite important that we check how the relationship between the corp and the startup or scale-up is if you want to have success that's very very interesting um i wonder actually how uh, competition is going to fare in the open marketplace after covid 19. as leslie said there's going to be uh, a lot more collaboration well we're already seeing it a lot of people are collaborating perhaps where before they might not have considered it so it will be interesting to see how the players respond to competition in the marketplace stephen when corporates reduce their carbon footprint and packaging waste they are able to see a positive impact on their uh, public um, reputation and financial returns what other positive impacts can corporates expect to see when implementing a sustainability strategy yeah i i, I think once again the public reputation and financial results are um are, are just a follow well they, they are part of, of of a bigger thing and they come because of one thing only and that's the the change uh, of the mindset uh, when you um, corporates are, are 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 working in that way with which uh, are pushed in in towards a sustainable strategy um it's a mindset change and the rest will follow and that means that yes will you have um, uh, another way of working and probably also producing a lot of uh, innovative uh, products because you're you're opening up uh, and you're yeah you, you create some uh, creativity uh, instead of just um, uh, looking for pure efficiency um, there are more than a few examples where you, you could say let, let's let's go back to what happened in, in uh, the 70s and the 80s uh, certainly for instance also in japan uh, they are the, the the masters in 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 the whole logistic flow and how to produce for instance a car they do it very efficient but that same um, way of thinking about efficiency is blocking them to be very creative in other uh, ways uh, if something changes then you have to be creative so you really have to start with a change in the mindset and then the rest will follow being innovative products being uh, having a better uh, reputation uh, you yes you will do cost saving on the long term uh, you're going to use uh, other energies uh, than the fossil ones uh, you're going to have uh, which is very uh, important uh, motivated uh, employees so it is the most important uh, changes the, the change of the mindsets for both the employees and the employers. Stephen, such a great answer. And, you know, I actually had such a concern last week when I saw the price uh, on oil per barrel dropping to below mm -hmm. zero. And immediately it got me thinking as to what's going to happen with plastic production because oil has become so cheap. So I'm very worried about that um, because there will be no sustainability 
uh, when it comes to plastic production. And you know that that's one of our passion projects. But anyway, just I know that you're in a lot of meetings these days and um, you've had a lot of things come across your desk. Can you talk about new opportunities or trends that are presenting themselves to you? Yeah, indeed, the, the last couple of months, uh, even just before this crisis, have been uh, about yeah, crisis management, uh, how to react, how to uh, also with, with the uh, scale-ups of how to prepare themselves in, in the, for a crisis situation. You have to, if you think about uh, uh, companies that are really into the event business, well, that's that's yeah, that's really a disaster because everything is 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 not there anymore. There are no events anymore. Yes, there are virtual ones. Yes, so that they need to change quite rapidly. But you can't sell tickets uh, or print tickets. So if you're in that um, area, you're in <laughs> it's not really the best area to be in. So yeah, you have to prepare a lot of, of crisis uh, management to do. Um, what opportunities do we see? I think if one of the items that is, I think, one a very positive one is that we are starting to understand how it is to work remotely. Uh, do we need to go to the office every day? A, a lot of companies still think that um, yes, you need to do that because if you don't, I don't, if if uh, I don't see the employee, he is probably not working, and I well, at the end of the day, you're saying you're not trusting him. So you see these days that a lot of people are, uh, well, almost people are working from uh, home, home office and that they, in fact, are working uh, a lot more than you do in the office. So um, I think in, in that area, there's a lot to do because we're still very inefficient uh, in working from home. Uh, we don't have the right tools yet. Yes, you saw a serious uplift of what Zoom, uh, well, it's... It, they finally understood that security, cybersecurity is also important. Uh, but you saw what uh, yeah, Microsoft is doing with Teams, and there is going to be another a lot of products that are real going to be focused on, on yeah, home homeworking in an efficient way. So there's there's a the second item where I also see see also a lot of uh, opportunities is. COVID has shown that that okay we we are in a lockdown or a soft lockdown and. Um, we can't see our friends and family, uh, but we all still feel a part of a tribe, you could say. So there are more than a few um, ecosystems that are really trying to help uh, being part of a and, and, and supporting um, communication between us and and, uh, and our friends and our, our communities. If it's work, uh, work tribe or. Um, or a family tribe or yeah, a sport tribe, you could say. So there's a lot of new tools and, and, and innovation in, in that way coming up. Yes, indeed. And we're also seeing uh, these tribes coming together uh, in all the different ecosystems. So that was quite a good point. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us on our show. Um, how do people get in touch with you? Oh, they can. Uh, well, it's first, uh, thank you for having me on your show. It's always uh, uh, nice to talk to with uh, with, uh, with you, and uh, always nice to uh, to have a chat and see each other normally in uh, face to face and have a drink. Because uh, yeah, at the end of the day, we're living in Belgium. We are we love good food and drinks. So, um, but um, <laughs> uh, but how they can contact me? Well, I have my uh, email address. I have my website. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I have my Telegram. So there's a lot of um, 
Uh, I'm sure you can you can share that uh, within the as, as a as a note on the, on the podcast or something like that. We uh, certainly can. Thank you, Stephen. Yes, I, I must say I'm I'm missing the face to face, and I'm sure that when lockdown eases, we'll make sure that we connect again for a much needed catch up. Thanks for coming, and we wish you all the best going forward. Yeah, thank you very much, and see you soon. <laughs>